0: Ever. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ivana Ritchie is about to come on and blow your mind in terms of just empowering you to own your relationship with yourself and how that will ultimately shape the quality of your life in all aspects. We're going to dive in in just a second here, so make sure you stay tuned. Before that, I just want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self. Every day you wake up, you get another opportunity to make that choice and say, today I'm going to take another step. Today I'm going to do my best. Today I'm going to serve people. I'm going to show up. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love the people around me. And life is going to be even better than it was yesterday. Just one step, one step, one step at a time. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Rika123. Rika says, energy boost. Chris is a light and a force who delivers personal growth messages with a dedicated intention of creating a more loving, up-leveled world for us all. His energy is infectious. He brings equally empowered and inspiring guests on the show, and the conversation's just flow. Rico123, thank you, thank you, thank you for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. You can find us there, subscribe, get all the latest episodes and updates, and make sure you leave a review so you get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to introduce Ivana in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. I have a feeling we're going to dive into some really powerful stuff, like really powerful tactics, uh, inspiration. You're going to get some powerful gold nuggets from this interview. So make sure you stick around all the way through to the end, because who knows, one of these ideas could transform your self-love, could transform the rest of your life. So stay tuned. Let's introduce Ivana. Ivana Ritchie is a self-love and relationship coach who helps women heal from their past and love themselves so they can attract their soul's desires and create the life of their dreams. She and her husband also coach couples to experience deeper levels of intimacy, joy, and communication. They've created 14 products together for personal and relational growth. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh my gosh, Ivana, are you ready to dive in and and blow this self-love conversation wide open. We're doing it. Yes, we are, right?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love so the okay. energy. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> this is awesome. It's going to be a blast. So thank you. We're live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. We're going to dive right into the theme of today, okay? The theme is self-love is true love. What does that mean for you, Ivana? Hmm,
1: that's the That speaks right to me. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, we were always told growing up that, you know, it's not until the until we love ourselves, that we can love someone else. Yeah. And I never really understood what that meant until, you know, life had, take, had taken a toll. I was in a few relationships that didn't work out, had a lot of different family issues going on. And I got to the point where I realized that, hey, if I don't feel good about myself, it doesn't matter what I tell me, it doesn't matter what someone does to me or what someone mm-hmm. says to me or how they treat me. Right? I was just having this conversation with my husband the other day, when we first got married, didn't really feel good about my body, and he was boosting me up every day, wow. <laughs> but it wasn't working right wow. because I did not feel that. So it's not unless until we have that relationship with ourselves that we can fully and truly embrace the love that is around us, and I think that's super magical. When we can get ourselves to that point. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. And that's that's so powerful. I think I I saw on your um on your wall. You said something like right at the start of your video that you, you he gave you a kiss and it was like the electricity like was conducting or something like that. It's just so cool how you two. Um, I, I just hear about him a lot in your communication. I think that's that's really powerful for your guys's brand because you're like constantly sharing about each other and and you know just like these are These are the experiences that can happen when you really have that committed partner when you really love yourself, when you're really like taking care of yourself and I think it's it's just beautiful what you two have, so just kudos to the work that you've done on yourself and the work that you've done to create an amazing harmonious relationship It's awesome and inspiring. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's That type of stuff is like super important and it gives other people hope because I think that's that's what people are looking for. They want to know that they actually can have it all. They can have the relationship of their dreams. So I know you work with um, individuals one-on-one with self-love and you also work with couples to create that that deeper intimacy. Can you tell us a little bit more? Let's focus on the, the one-on-one work because that's what we're going to be diving into today and uh, I'm sure we'll probably be having you and, and your husband on in the future as well. So let's talk about one-on-one, tell us a little bit more more about how you serve your clients. Mm-hmm.
1: So the, that's a great question. The biggest thing that I like to do is always attack the root cause, right? Yes. So I went to school for organizational development, so I'm all about like figuring out what went wrong, what is really going on, not these little symptoms that we're seeing, not mm-hmm. the stuff that you're frustrated about, mm-hmm. but what is really going on that is causing you this pain, right? Yep. What is really going on for you to be so irritated for you to be so hurt for you to have all these issues in your relationships for you not to feel fulfilled in your work like what is really going on beneath that so that's kind of where I like to start and I always say that that hey if you're super super hurt and you're not able to feel good in your everyday life
0: Mm. let's
1: work on healing whatever it is that needs healing right so most of the time the way that I do start it's of take my clients on a journey when we go back to their childhoods but i'm not like i'm not a therapist so we're not going to spend time really you know sitting on that and milking that it's just to identify okay so what was it that happened okay were you abused Mm -hmm. you know what what kind of trauma do you have where did it stem from Mm -hmm. and then really focus on When did you start having the belief that you were not good enough, right? Mm. When did you start having the belief that you could not make enough money? When did you start having the belief that you were too fat, too ugly, too skinny, or whatever it may have been, right? What happened in your life that made you think that, hey, I cannot have it all. I cannot be everything I want to be. Like, what happened? Did somebody tell you something? Was Mm. a collection of conversations? Did your parents look at you a certain type of way? Because I think the problem is many times that, we think it has to be a certain type of abuse or a certain yeah. type of relationship, or we don't understand, you know, the nonverbal language that the energy behind what the parents are bringing can really cause an internal shift inside of us that literally controls the rest of our lives so i really like to start there first (laughs)
0: wow (laughs) wow that's that's so powerful like that's just the methodology i I hear how deep that you go but also like you said you don't just like stay there for no reason and let people just keep talking about it and talking about it talking about no it's like we're here to get the gold and then come back to the present moment and do something with it and activate your your love and activate whatever it has the block is whatever the trauma to release it to to heal from it so i know we're gonna to be diving even more into like that and how to do that but i want to go into your journey first Ivana. i want to talk about like when did when did uh, you know you did organizational development when did you say no I, I appreciate these skill sets but i'm going to completely do 180 and go for relationships and self-love <laughs> <laughs> how does that happen
1: <laughs> well chris to be honest it was it was a combination because i had already started my personal development journey yeah. right and i i loved it so much And I started seeing that the issues that we were identifying in these organizations, right, when we would consult and when we would do things, Mm -hmm. it all came back to relationships, right? And I kind of found it – I didn't like the fact that I was doing a lot of entry-level things when I first Mm -hmm. started working, and I just wanted to dive all in. So. I was on the journey of growing myself, and I saw a picture of you and Les Brown, too. I started actually working as a contractor for his institute, and that was all about personal development. So I was able to create his curricula, create the, the personal development programs there as I was learning and growing. And at one point, I just said, well, I have to do this full time. I love what this is doing to me, and I know that my story and the things that I know can impact and transform other people's lives as well. So I don't want to waste time, and that's kind of how I got started. But that that didn't kill my dream of still wanting to do the things within the organizations, but that couldn't be my priority anymore. <laughs> wow,
0: that's so cool. So it's like you recognize – hey i want to cause transformation in organizations and then the thing you recognize was the the difference maker the like the root cause was the people and the people's like self limitations and blocks on themselves so it's like okay let's let's really go deep with that let's first create mastery with transforming people and then the organizations that's that just happens when people are transformed and also like as you build your programs out, like you've already, I think I said 17, do you guys have built like 17 products or something like that with you in your coaching and, and things like that, which is rad. Um, as you build out your curriculum and different offers that you have, then you can be able to serve organizations in different capacities in bigger and bigger ways. You can create a um, coaching team, certify coaches, different things like that. So I think it's it's super cool what what you've already accomplished. Um, So let's talk about self-love and that, that relationship with the self. Um, When, like, what, what is the foundation that needs to be in place? We talked about going back and identifying those traumas, childhood wounds. Like what, what does it really take to love ourselves and and where are most women at with that journey?
1: Mm, That's one of my favorite questions, actually. (laughs) I love it. So it's, it's taken some time for me to kind of identify, but I came up with my own definition when it comes to self-love, because first I believe that we have to hit some type of, I don't know, some type of barrier. Something really needs to happen, because if nothing happens, there is no need for us to feel called to change our lives, right? So something needs to happen. And for me, it was that I started noticing that I was super sad. Like I was always sad about something. I found myself crying for long periods of time, sometimes for days where I would really find myself, I don't know, some people may call it depressed, but I was just super sad. And so I got to the point that I realized whatever I'm doing to myself is not working, right? And so I kind of kickstarted that journey. So I like to tell the people that I work with, obviously, you have to have had something happen in order for you to tell yourself that, hey, I've had enough, right? Maybe maybe a parent is walking all over you. Maybe a kid is being super disrespectful. Maybe you're not being hurt at work, right? Maybe you're not having the intimate relationship that you desire to have with your partner. Maybe you don't feel good about your body. So it's something that is going to show you that, hey, know, I don't feel good. And okay, so now when we start this journey, I like to say that in order for you to love yourself, you have to every day, well, you have to have a, an honest, right? You have to have an honest, you have to have a an reflective mm-hmm. and actionable relationship with yourself. Wow. So right. Self-love to me is not something that we do per se or something that we achieve. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple uh, realization of that we have to have a specific relationship to ourselves every day that does not really require much work but it requires a lot of insight it requires a lot of reflection and it also requires for you to be willing to shift your belief system and all the things that you ever believed to be true about yourself and for me one big thing that just to mention that real quick was I truly thought that it was almost like a sin for me to just sit and rest, right? I could not sit. Still, I always had to work. And my husband started training me. And in the beginning, I was a little resistant, but I'm like, why does he tell me to just chillax, chill out, relax, babe, just relax? What is that about? And then I started diving deeper into my teachings and learning more about myself. And I realized that my whole life, I've been overdoing, overcompensating, and overworking because I was. But I was trying to prove my work that way, and I had no clue that I was doing that.
0: Wow! Uh, I think that's a lot of people, though. A lot of people want, especially like entrepreneurs. I feel like we want control, we want freedom, but also it can be from a wound of like not being enough, and so we want to like show up as enough and overcompensate and build something that matters, that leaves a legacy, that impacts lots of people's lives. It's like this superhero comp- complex, you know. I, I know I've I've had to grapple with that and learn to love myself. Regardless of what the results are, regardless of what is being produced, what is being done, what what is actually moving outside of me. And it's like when I get into those spaces of really just loving myself and not needing anything outside of myself to be moving or done or, you know, like be productive. That's when life transforms and things just line up for me. It's like when I let go of trying to control everything, man, transformation.
1: That's key. Definitely being present is definitely a key And recognizing that the stories you've been telling yourself about who you are and about this life and people, right? Maybe your involvement in politics or your involvement in talking about other people. So there's just so much of literally breaking down everything that you believe to be true about yourself, right? And in order for us to do that, we have to do what you just said. Just sit still and be quiet. And that's a good place to start, I think, for someone who doesn't know, okay, so how do I really feel about myself? Because many times we don't. Right? We don't because we're constantly in movement. We're constantly taking action. We're constantly distracting ourselves with something external so we can continue to run from ourselves. when we do sit down, when we decide to have this quiet time for ourselves, that's when things obviously are going to start coming up, right? And I believe that's one of the biggest reasons people never really get on this journey of self-love is because they're so afraid of their own mirror. They're so afraid that they're not going to be able to handle the pains and the trauma and everything that they're going to be seeing about themselves. Mm -hmm. And not only that, not only are they afraid to deal with that, but they're also believing deep down because they have this a belief that they're not worthy, they think, okay, so if I uncover this, right, I'm not going to be able to work through it. Right. And even if somebody offers to help me, I'm probably not good enough to be able to, you know, be able to take her course, and it's not going to work for me, right. So it continues to add a bunch of layers that make people feel trapped, and then they continue to distract themselves. To so escape.
0: if someone if someone is in that cycle of they felt like they've tried everything, how do they break through that?
1: they tried everything you mean that they have been researching they've been learning they've been taking programs Mm -hmm. well there's there there's nothing anybody or anything can do to you Mm -hmm. other than your full surrender that's Mm -hmm. basically it you know that's what it was for me i recognized that hey what i am doing is not working Mm -hmm. and i have to not give up i just need to surrender Mm -hmm. and see and start seeing myself and this is a process right so something that I would say is just start having more time for yourself, Mm. just start having more time for yourself. And in these moments, you're literally either having a conversation with yourself, right? Because if you feel like that self-talk is kicking in, so you can listen to it or you can just sit still and see what kind of emotions are emerging, right? Because we're seeing it on everyday life what kind of emotions are still suppressed, right? What is still coming up? If I'm reacting every time, let's say you and I are in a relationship and I'm always reacting to when you're bringing up a certain type of name or when you're looking at me a certain type of way, right? So there there are so many things that we can use in the external world to start checking in with ourselves. So it doesn't have to mean that you have to do something, I mean, out of this world in order to start this journey. You just have to start paying attention to yourself more. you have to start listening to yourself more, yeah. and for some people it's a, something as simple as saying no right? Yeah. Do you want to do this? Do you want to hop on a call tomorrow right? no, thank you right and feeling being okay with just saying no, thank you yes. without feeling the need. This is what I stress to my women a lot don't feel the need to express and explain mm. everything your mm. reason why why mm. do you feel the need to tell people? that most likely you don't even have a serious relationship with them. You don't have a deep relationship. You feel the need to explain yourself every time over and over and over again. And then no wonder that we feel entrapped and that we feel that this life is not really created by us because we're always simply, simply reacting to it instead of taking charge of it and making it what we want it to be
0: man this is ivana this is gold and for everyone who's who's in this space right now i want you to write down these three words that i feel are are still the theme of this conversation honest reflective and actionable relationship with yourself like that is so freaking powerful the the willingness to be honest to look at yourself in the mirror to sit to have that stillness, that ability to be reflective. And then from that, like recognize that it can be actionable. We can do something about it. We we do have volition. We do have the the sovereignty, the creatorship to change something in our life. And I think a lot of people feel powerless as well. Like I, I feel like I've done so many things. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried all this kind of talk and uh i think uh, especially for women i i've i've heard often um it's it's useless there's no good men out there right like that that phrase can come up a lot right and so for me that is giving away our power it's giving away that you know like well i might as well not even try because there's no, there's like zero chance like you just said someone just said there's zero chance of finding that you know good good person or or at least next step next relationship on the journey, I think it's a it's i love those words honest reflective, and actionable. I think it's super powerful to really get into into tune with this present moment ivana
1: mm-hmm. and I should have- probably put slash in action on that one too because when I say inaction, in actionable in actionable relationship, that means it can go both ways. Some mm-hmm. people may not have to do something, and okay. I think that's super important to stress because for mm-hmm. me, that's what really started shifting things in my life, me just relaxing. Not do as much as I thought I had to do.
0: That's that's important though, because we live in a world where most people feel like they need to do more to get value, to get validation.
1: Yeah, it's glorified to to work hard, right? Yep, yep. To fight, (laughs) to
0: fight against, you know, like. So it's, it's a struggle, right? There's a grind. The work work is a grind. It's like, it doesn't have to be that. It's a grind to find your dream person. Like, no, like you can just attract that person into your life simply by being the best version of you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really want to di- dive into, um, like in terms of self-love, in terms of understanding ourselves to be the best version of ourselves, how do we get there? How do we get to that best version of ourselves, Ivana, in your mind?
1: Mm-hmm. In my mind, I think that we, at the same time, we never get there, but at the same time, we're always there, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. deep down, we are everything that we could ever be. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are everything we want to be. We are everything that we need to be, right? The best possible version of ourselves resides within us, right? But. Then there are so many layers of all kinds of things, right? Social constructs, limit, limiting beliefs, all kinds of suppressed emotions, and, and all kinds of relationships we've had that have basically like blurred the vision for us. So we don't know that anymore. So it's kind of like we get on this quest, we get on this search to try to (laughs) figure out what works for us. But then when in reality, all we have to do is start peeling off like an onion, right? We start peeling off those different layers to really start seeing who we are beneath the pain, right? Beneath the struggle, beneath these opinions and these conclusions that were made. Like you said, there are no good men out there. Like we're making these absolute conclusions. Like there is no room for flexibility. There is no room for growth. There is no room for possibility because we have decided that this is our reality, right? So when we start looking at those things and as we are moving forward in our lives, we yeah. start peeling off some of these things. And like the real self, the true self, the greatest self that you're talking about yeah. is stepping out that self that has actually always been there. We just we just always couldn't see her or him.
0: I love it. Do you? I, I'm. I'm just so curious. The fire that you speak with, the conviction. Um, do you have any kind of like lyric lyricist, lyricist um, background, or do you do poetry, or do you do like? Do you consider yourself to a wordsmith? Because like, I feel your intensity and your language, and just how you bring yourself forward. It's it's really powerful.
1: Appreciate that. Well, actually, I love to write. Yeah. So I, I write books, and uh, I'm super, super passionate about the content that I create in terms of my program for my clients. Yeah. Workbooks I create, I speak three languages, three and a half almost. So I think that language is a powerful. A tool that we can use then <laughs> it just comes out of me
0: <laughs> that's so awesome it's so awesome i know my girlfriend is european as well I was telling you and mm-hmm. like i feel um there's there's a certain intensity a certain work ethic that i have noticed for me personally um for her she came over to the united states like 10 years ago right and so she has this like intensity and drive that i think a lot of people um are are maybe lacking i know for me personally being born in the united states it was was a lot more comfortable for me and I was I was um given a lot. I'm super blessed, super grateful, super, you know, just humble to be living the life that I'm living. And she had to more so like fight her way to get here to to live the life that she wants to create the life that she wants. I'm not saying she fights all the time that's the energy that she's in, but she has that intensity and I can sense that in you as well, like that intensity like i'm gonna get shit done i'm gonna i'm gonna like crush it crush this goal like i'm gonna make it happen if it is to be, it's up to me. And like that, that love for yourself and knowing that you're worth it and knowing you're valuable, like that is that you're bringing those two worlds together and sharing that with your, with your tribe and the women that you work with, which is super awesome.
1: Thank you. I I, I do have a lot of passion and, you know, we could talk about my story for, for an entire day, but (laughs) uh, my parents had to escape a civil war. I grew up in Sweden Uh, I had super low self-esteem, didn't have the best relationship with my father. A lot of things were happening. I was bullied. I was way taller than all of my classmates in Sweden. I was foreign. And then when I went back to my home country, I was foreign. Then I came to the U.S., I was still foreign. It was difficult to come over here. It was difficult to stay here. Everything has been kind of difficult in my life in a sense, right? And not saying that, you know, for me or anything like that, but it's been that I've had to use a lot more fuel than maybe some people that were born here. So it's oh, yeah. like you're questioning about your girlfriend. And that, I think, I mean, I know that really drives me because I – I consider myself a global citizen because I don't feel like I really belong anywhere. I always felt like an alien. That's why I was surprised that I met my husband and it clicked like it like it like it like it, like it did. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely have that. And I think it's important. So if you are comfortable, mm-hmm. if you are born somewhere where you're super privileged, like in America, it's important to put yourself out there to travel, to see different types of countries, try new food, see yeah. see how people are living, right? Because it's it's completely different. And when you see that I mean, that sparks something within you. And we need to sometimes leave, right, leave where we are, leave our comfort zone in order to get that trigger. Some people think that we can just get it automatically, but... Oh, life has, has to hit you a yeah. little plus, bit more Plus,
0: there's, they're like in our DNA and our genes. When we go to these other places, it literally, you know, smelling certain smells or being in certain geographical locations can like trigger or activate certain parts of our dormant DNA. I went to Bali last year with Petya, and I was, my intention was I'm going to awaken my freaking DNA. I'm going to like activate my DNA. I'm going to come back a changed human being because I'm going into like this massive vortex, you know? And it's, it's so cool. But I knew, I knew who I am. Um, I'm here to change and transform people's lives. I'm here to rock this freaking interview, this twelve hour live stream and and get people's messages out to the world and I know that there's certain areas where I feel blocked or not as as impactful or not as abundant or successful that I want to be, right? But I knew, hey, I want to get to that place. I knew who I am, I knew where I want to go, and I'm like just striving i'm searching i'm I'm creating opportunities to create my next breakthrough. And I said, this is one of them. Bali is one of them. I, I came back, I felt like a completely different person. Like 30 days in Bali, like transforming my myself. But I had to first be aware of myself and be willing to sit in that stillness and that silence, like you're saying, and like reflect. Because a lot of my life I was go, go, go. I was like just passionate, fiery dude and I want to just go create things. And my greatest lesson is Dude, put more space in your calendar because when you have more space, you allow the universe to deliver in the miracles rather than trying to control it all and jam it in and fit it all in yourself. Like that's not how this works. How it works is reconnecting with the infinite instead of the limited like Chris personality like reconnect with, with the universe, God, source, creator, whatever you want to call it and like reconnect with that to create your reality. And that was, that was a huge shift for me.
1: That's powerful for yeah. sure. That was the biggest thing when I first came to America. <laughs> I thought that I was gonna notice so much about culture, the people, yeah. the way that things are done here. But what I realized was that I started getting to know myself because yeah. I literally took myself out of the place where I grew up. I had not my I didn't have any family. I didn't had I didn't have anyone. Yep. I barely knew the language and in in the midst of that, I, I have to find myself. Then I fractured my foot, right? My mom got sick. She developed cancer. My my brother was doing not well at all. Like that's probably what really kicked it off, right? Mm-hmm. My whole, oh my gosh, I got to feel better because I, I want to control all these things and I'm not there. And if mm-hmm. I go there, what am I going to do, right? And I was heartbroken and I couldn't do anything. And then I wanted to move home and my mom begged me. So it was so much chaos, right? much resistance, right? So I had to let go eventually. And that's, I mean, at some point that happens. And I started learning so much about myself and I realized, Hey, I I thought I knew who I was, but to be honest, I had no clue. And it's okay to say that
0: for sure. Dang. So I heard when you came to the U S that was a catalyst to really let go of like all the roots or all the who I who I have been up till now, my identity, my personality, who I know myself as. And you have an opportunity of a blank slate to recreate yourself to say, this is who I'm going to be now. Um, And I heard you earlier say, go travel to other places so like you can see different cultures and kind of reconnect with, hey, life is not all just this way. Like We get to remember that it's different. Everyone has a different perspective. And when we tap into that, then we can be more resourceful. We can be more understanding, more compassionate, more loving, um, and probably even breakthroughs for ourselves because we're like, oh, maybe the way I was looking at it that whole time is not the way it is. Is there anything else that you would recommend so that people can have that blank slate to create themselves from, to, to be whoever they want to be?
1: Yes. Um, the biggest thing is to be willing to let go of your judgments, okay? Mm-hmm. Really, really be willing to do that. And I think, to be honest, that's one of the hardest things for people. Because yeah. we want to judge and label everything. And obviously that comes from our own personal self-judgment and our own self-labeling that we're doing to ourselves. So yes, although I do recommend that you travel and you meet with new people and you go out and network and stuff like that, is that really gonna have an impact if you've already decided decided prior in the head that hey when I travel to Turkey, they're gonna be um there's going to be a certain type of culture that I don't like. Maybe uh, they smell, I don't like that food, but I just want to go there to find something out. Right. So most of the time we close ourselves off, right. We we already don't use the full capacity of our brains, but when we, when we label things and when we judge things, we don't get to experience life in the fullest way possible. And we especially don't get to have those effective relationships with other people. Our conversations are not fluent. There are not transparent, they're not authentic because we have already made, what, a conclusion, a judgment about this person or about this interaction, right? I don't really like too much of uh, this whole, in this world, we're teaching so much how to be a certain type of way how to prepare how to show up how to do that how to, right that's what i used to do and it would kill myself like for this interview i was thinking first hmm, let me think what i'm gonna tell him and then no shut that down let's just show up as yourself you already know all this stuff right yep. that still creeps you know it still creeps up occasionally if we recognize that and we're able to connect on a more transparent level we need to be able to let go of the judgments Just to bring up, since we're already talking about this, this whole Super Bowl thing, right? Mm. Where everybody, and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, so is it that easy to get people to talk about you, right? Because they're being different in a way. And now people are talking about them for what? It's been, I don't know, three, four days. Mm. And the things that I'm seeing that people are saying and knowing as a coach, the type of energy that is required, right? And the type of frequency that is put out there. For them to choose the type of words that they're using to describe these women that are in their full being, they are being in their, like, art, that requires a lot, right? So and that comes from a place of judgment, right? We're judging ourselves or we have a judgment about how reality should be or how other women should be or how other men should be or how we should look, right? And the limits are growth, right, in terms of self-love. How am I supposed to love myself more? How am I supposed to grow more if I'm judging the next woman, if I'm if I'm commenting on what this woman is wearing or how she's mm-hmm. expressing her femininity, right? So all that plays a big role. So the big thing, biggest thing I would say is to really allow yourself to let go of those judgments, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: That's gold. I think um, you know, even Petty was on earlier today. She's talking about how she had to let go of this belief that all women are catty and like you know vicious and and not kind, right? Because that's that's what she experienced growing up—drama, right? She thought like had this story that all women were drama, and now she's connected with these beautiful, conscious, light-working beings like yourself, who are you know doing this great work in the world, and like it's so beautiful but she couldn't see that from her old filter from her old lens she had to like get into an uncomfortable place had to be open to rediscover that had to be ready to do that so i want to talk about when people um, when women go through that, that past process of figuring out that core wound figuring out that trauma like where do you take them from there? How do they how do they deal with that? How do they create a new a new version of themselves and like really step into a a, a better life for themselves? I know we talked a little bit about um, that best self and things like that, but what do you what do you usually do with your clients?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Once they have identified what it is really that is going on or yeah. that has been going on. Usually, it's like, okay, so they'll they'll tell me, "Oh, it's because of this, right? right? It's because my dad abused me or because my mom abandoned me or whatever right So then they put a lot of emphasis on that, mm-hmm. but the beautiful thing is, and then when they start exploring all of these um when they start exploring their beliefs, right, mm-hmm. they realize that as a result of that, now they have an issue that they were not aware of, right, mm-hmm. so to put that into perspective. I was uh, talking about limiting beliefs and one of my self-love masterminds. And one of my clients, she had this like major revelation where she said that I was exploring my beliefs and I was focused on them on a mental level. But what I learned was that I had taken on my, what? My parents' emotions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this was her, herself. And this is what I love the most, right? As a coach, allowing your clients the freedom And being that catalyst to help them discover these things by themselves as well, Mm -hmm. right? So she realized that she had these emotions that were so heavy because she was carrying all their pain, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have been abused in that type of sense, but just simply taking taking on your parents' pain, your parents' emotions. So to to move forward, eventually what happened was that her self-esteem was so low that she thought... She thought she needed a partner so she could kickstart so she didn't have to do as much work on herself. She said, I realized that I was looking for a partner so I wouldn't have to do the work myself, right? So there are all kinds of, I mean, transformations and realizations. Something simple as that actually led to her shifting the way she was running her practice because she's a, a hypnotherapist and a relationship coach. She got, uh, she moved over more to the self-love side because she realized, hey, you know, I was teaching from this old, old me and now I have experienced this and now I have to bring this to my clients too. But it's a lot of journaling. There is some meditation, some energy healing, really, really spending that time with yourself having conversation with me, seeing what's being triggered, what's being brought out. And it's usually when they're away from me that they have these uh, (laughs) different realizations that that I love. And they make all the difference in the world. When you notice, and that's what's beautiful, when you notice that one small thing that you never saw before, just just simply the fact that you notice that, you're going to give yourself some credit, right? You're going to uplift yourself and just acknowledging that, is also going to play a big role in your journey. And then you just continue and you continue and continue. And you're like, I'm so freaking awesome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I love what you said as well, that she like pivoted because she found this new experience that resonated with her more, like touched her heart more like, hey, hypnotherapy. Yes. And let's dive into this thing that I've overcome and had a breakthrough in. And I know I want to serve other people in. I think that's, that's really cool is, on the journey of of relationships with ourselves, relationship with significant others, like we get to design ourselves who we wanna be, who we wanna become, right? That, That dream version of ourselves that we're living now and also becoming, and also our partner, right? We get to design who is the person that we wanna attract in, who do we wanna create, and I think it's important to be flexible and adaptable as we as we go along the journey because what we once thought was most important about that, then we could learn. Oh, you know, like I, I I've created this person multiple times and that's it didn't quite fit. It didn't feel like that's that's who I really want. So let's like go go back to that reflection and look at you know, what is really important to me? I've had a couple of these experiences. Now with this new information and experience, how do I want to move forward? And I think that's, that's really valuable when you have like a coach like yourself there, who's able to give that, that feedback, that outside perspective, be a mirror, then we create the most clarity so that we can move forward with the most confidence. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's where the whole thing that, just changing yourself does impact the entire world, right? Yeah. Because it starts with you, you impact your client. And if that client creates a shift for her clients, there's just like a ripple effect. So I think, I mean, It's it's that's also been a thing that I've been working on in terms of my own self love journey. I used to have the belief that I have to have a next amount of clients, right, Mm -hmm. or a next amount of dollars in order for me to be successful and all those things. And those are some of the beliefs also that we have to look at, because for some reason, I think a lot of people. They try to separate business, I wouldn't call it success, it's um, business and our personal life, Mm. when in reality, it all goes like this, and we want to get to the point where our business is an expression, an extension, right, of Mm. who we are as people, that I feel like I don't have to do something someone else does, right? I just simply have to show up as me. I do, yes, I do have to work, do the research. Take my own programs and all that. But because it feels good, because it feels right, because it resonates with me, right? And whatever I give, whatever I show, if that generates two clients or 100 clients, it doesn't matter. My worth Mm. is still the same. So that's also something that I'm seeing has been a little challenging for some of my clients that I'm working with. Because eventually, you know, when you really start loving yourself, if you don't already have your business, you want to run a business. And now Mm. you're encountering more beliefs. I like to say it's a never-ending journey but it's it's not we're not looking for a particular destination here. It's just like maximizing every day like you're doing in your job and your work. I mean every day using yourself as a catalyst to help people you know awaken something inside of them too. that's cool every day if if we only touch one person i mean what what else do you want you know?
0: Yeah. And that's that's what I started this 12 hour live stream with is saying, hey, if we just impact one person's life with this interview, you know, and then just kept building and building and building from there. So it's like wherever we're at, I think I, I've helped people launch their podcast, too. And it's like in the beginning, you're going to be starting. Everyone starts somewhere, <laughs> you know, and some people have big, big freaking audiences with tens of thousands of people email lists to start their podcast with. That's great. If that's not you, that's great too. Like everyone has to start somewhere. Some people have certain circumstances that help you be more favorable. Some some people have certain circumstances that aren't as favorable and you have to bootstrap. You have to work and build your way up even more and, and work at an effort even more. And I think it's kind of like that with our self-love journey as well. Some people have a certain set of of cards that they've been dealt. Maybe parents that taught them personal development growing up. Maybe, you know, naturally good looks or something like that. Whatever it is, That we would say, oh, I wish I had those circumstances, but we got what we got. So thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, God, source, creator, for giving us this, because with this, we can just keep taking those next steps. And I love what you said about like not defining success or whatever, uh, achievement, fulfillment, relationships, um, as some external thing, right? It's, it's never external, it's all within. It's the beliefs within us that creates our fulfillment, that creates our peace, that creates the love. And when we're in alignment with that, then we start to attract like freaking gangbusters. We manifest, we just like create our reality so powerfully because we stopped being like needy we stopped being in scarcity we stopped being in unworthiness and we just started owning like this is who I am this is what I love this is this is great and if my place where I'm at right now and my journey which I can accept I'm on the journey of accepting if my journey is accepting that I attracted two new clients to my group coaching program or whatever it might be then great. Let's serve the F out of these two clients and like transform their lives. Right. And, and not to compare ourselves with our day, you know, a hundred to someone else's day a thousand or whatever it is. It's like really being in alignment with us and and having some compassion and grace for us.
1: Powerful. Absolutely. Totally agree. And people can say it's woo woo or whatever, but bring it, bring it. The stuff is real. Really? Yesterday, I was, I was up extra late, and I really couldn't sleep, and I was just really in my flow. I loved what I was doing. I was creating some content. I was listening to some binaural beats. I was looking over to TikTok, right, growing our TikTok, too. So I was doing all kinds of stuff, and it just really felt good, and I was being super grateful. And then I went to the bathroom, and I saw a notification in my emails, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I sold something. And I went in there. And I sold two of my products in the middle of the night at the time when I was really enjoying myself. And I think that's something I never understood before, right? And this is why I always stress first, you know, our relationship with ourselves, because So many people think that once they get the clients or once they get the money or once they get the guy or the girl, whatever it may be, that, you know, this fulfillment is going to come. But no, you have to find it right now in this very moment. If you can't find it and feel it right now, Mm -hmm. it is never going to come because the future doesn't come. It's always right in the present moment. And so I think that just like you're saying, we keep replaying the past, we keep thinking about that we're not worthy and our attention and our focus goes elsewhere yes. instead of this present moment yeah. and really being in our full aliveness. And in, in then in, in, in that state, there is no there is no stopping to us. There, there, The universe has to respond in some type of way. You can even say it. I said it, so it has to respond to me. It has to match my frequency. You know, it, it has to happen. And it's, I mean, it's magical. And this is why I, I mean, self-love is the key to freaking everything.
0: (laughs) Mm, I love it. Tell us more about like how you feel self-love relates to like that, that self-expression, that willingness to be authentic, that willingness to feel good and ultimately be able to attract these like new clients and and a great life and maybe even dream partner. Like how does self-love lead to that self-expression and that just daily being your best self?
1: Mm-hmm. Great question. Well, for for just a simple fact, as for example, with me, I, I was never in any successful relationships prior to my husband. To use the relationship, because I know people love to talk about relationships. Yeah. yeah. And in the beginning, I was like, mm, it was frustrating. You know, he didn't show up when I was in the hospital. He didn't do this. It was a lot of external right uh, reflection and focus. And then after a while, I was like, okay, I'm not even going to worry about what they did or what I did, mm-hmm. but What kind of life do I want and who do I want to be and who would I want to spend my life with? And that's all I spent my time on really, you know, figuring that out. And then I let it go. And then I got on my, you know, continued on my quest to really better myself. And it's really about for us to get the things or the people or the circumstances or the money or whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. we have to, uh, (laughs) we have to actually be okay with not having it to be honest. To let it go and just be, you know, I told myself if I ever meet someone like this, we're going to get married and we're going to be business partners and we're going to transform lives. Everything that we're doing today, I was saying. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also said that if that does not happen, I'm going to live the best freaking life. I'm going to shine. I am going to help people. I'm going to help people transform their lives. That's what I'm going to do regardless. So I don't need this person in order for me to feel better or do these things. Mm. It would just be a plus. It would just be fun. And that's kind of how I started speaking to myself because I really like to talk about self-talk. I had the worst self-talk ever with myself my entire life until, you know, at that point I hit I told you that I hit when I was done. Yeah, And so... I would say it's the same thing in in the business world right i was just telling uh my clients in my business program today too you know you're just starting off but what would it feel like right what would it feel like to sign that client what would that client look like what would that client be asking you what would your conversation be about and you can have this whole long visualization and meditation and your body is gonna feel like it just happened right so even if you never sign a freaking client in your life so what you're feeling amazing you're still being in your purpose just because it's not showing it doesn't mean it's not happening so it's kind of you know taking yourself on that journey every day in whatever area you want to take yourself on it doesn't matter i
0: love that i love that i really heard Ivana that like Like, one, I don't need you, right? I'm going to be happy, whatever it is, money, person, health, whatever, right? Like, because everyone has their own block, their own thing they're struggling with. But it's like, hey, I don't need this. There's no, there's no scarcity. There's no stress. There's no like, you know, frustration, overwhelm, powerlessness, um, stuckness. There's no low vibrations about it. It's like, hey, I don't need you. And I'm going to send love to this thing, right? Whether it's a body transformation, a money transformation, a relationship transformation. I'm going to send love to, to money, to the person, to the dream body, right? Whatever it might be, I'm sending love. I'm putting that good energy into like whether we meet up in, in our lifetime, my lifetime or not. I'm still going to send you good energy because I love what you are. I love what what you represent. I love the thing that you are. So that's number one is like, like whether we come together or not, I think that's to send that good love, good energy. And then the next step I would say for me, how I manifested my dream woman is I said, okay, now that I've sent love and I'm not attached to whether she comes or not, now what's it like when we are together? Visualizing that and experiencing that. So then you visualize you with the client, you with the money, you with the freedom, you with the body of your dreams, like coming together. And for me, that's that's like that's the magical formula that that worked for me.
1: <laughs> totally agree. Definitely did that part too. It's super important. Instead of having like oh a, a list, you, you right. know, I tell women you don't need 400 different traits and how you want them to, whatever, right? No. How do you want to feel? You yeah. want to have fun? Do you want to feel attractive? Or how do you want to feel when you're with mm. that person? So I think that's super important. Definitely, you know. And then you can start feeling that yourself every day. You know, oh. when you meet that person, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, it's huge.
0: I love it. Um, I want to talk about content creation since you men- mentioned that. Um, what is your focus today? Like when you create content, what are you out to achieve? How do you want to impact the, especially women who are who are tuning into your stuff?
1: So uh, I look at self love, and I try to see okay, so how much can I pack a course with? For example, right? So mm-hmm. I have a healing course. I don't want to put too much into that. So I right. try to kind of divide them right right now i'm in the launch of my body image program yeah. which i know myself plenty of women plenty of my clients oh i don't like my body that's yeah. super important because if we don't if we can't have a healthy relationship with our bodies then how are we supposed to grow and love ourselves so we need to look at all the different aspects so i, mm-hmm. I really like to create specific courses for specific um area so to speak they all go together but that's not to say that everybody needs everything right, right You may, right. may be you know your business might be great and this is what happens often but you know you're not doing that well in your relationships right maybe as a woman you're super alpha and you're super structured organized and charge. but then when you come home you can't really connect and you have mm. to struggle with that feminine so even in my writing program I talk a lot about the feminine and the masculine energy before they get to the writing right because that's what i do when i create my content that i i have this ability that even if i am in extreme pain because i created my self-love healing journal when my back i couldn't stand up it was so bad i had pinched nerves i went to the doctors and was nothing was really helping so i i was like okay so i'm in so much pain what am i gonna do okay it hurts even when i take pills how about if I try to channel this pain, right? Yeah, I and I channel this painful energy into something else. Wow. And with that, my journal was born. And I like to use that as an example because a lot of people think that they have to heal or they have to get to a place in life before they can do something or shift something in them or help other people. They think they have to be a certain type of way, right? These uh, These constructs that we create. Yep. That was a great, and that is our best-selling product, right? Mm -hmm. And I created that when I did not really feel good about myself, but I did not pity myself. I did not, you know, say, "Oh, poor me" or whatever. But I challenged that, right? Channeled that, Mm -hmm. and so that's been. And usually, when I when I create or when I develop a new program, I look at, okay, so these are the types of transformations that have happened. Do I think something is missing or if something were to be added, would they mm-hmm. feel more fulfilled? So I kind of look at it that way. And then as I'm growing, so does my business grow now, And I'm sure you can find yourself in that too. If I, 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 I never thought that I was going to have a book, <laughs> a book writing program, right? Yeah. But as I developed my programs, I learned that, hey, this is actually helping my relationship with myself, right? Yeah, Am sure. I judging myself during this writing process, right? How am I speaking to myself? Am I satisfied? Am I speaking negatively to myself? So in every area of our lives, we can actually see and feel our relationship with ourselves if, if we just allow ourselves to look.
0: Yeah, oh, that's gold. I, I really, I heard about like just the content, the passion that you put into it. I do want to talk about the body transformation program and like what, what is body transformation and what happens in, in that kind of a program?
1: Okay, so we're not focused on changing the way your body looks, but <laughs> well, we're focused on transforming the, uh, the current body image that you have, right? The perception that you have, the dialogue that you have, the, uh, the conclusions that you have made about your body, right? And I, I just made a quote the other day. You can have the most you know, perfectly fit body in this world. And I had the experience when I hired a fitness coach, I would say four years ago, Mm -hmm. the girl that killed it. She had the best body ever. We were like, oh my gosh, she hated her body the most. And that's when I really woke up. I was like, dang. And I've been hating my body my whole life too. You know, and what the heck is this? So when I get like (laughs) her, I'm still going to feel this way. So Uh. this, this was kind of born a few years back when I, when I started discovering that I didn't have a healthy relationship to my body, but it really went back to my childhood, right? Everything that I ate was commented on, right? When I gained weight, it was pointed out. I'll get on the scale, you know, look at your tummy or you're an athlete. Why, why do you look the way he looks? There were so many content and comments that I internalized, right? Because I didn't know better. And the people around me didn't feel good about their bodies either. So I had a very self-destructive relationship to my body and, as I'm coaching the women that I'm coaching, and even with the couples that my husband and I coach, if the wife or the husband, if they have, like, if they're struggling with their body, it mm. creates separation because you can't be intimate on that level because yep. whatever I say, you know, you're not gonna receive it. I can tell y'all you're sexy or you look great or whatever, but if you don't feel that, it mm. doesn't matter. So the purpose of the program is to really transform your relationship to your body to see, you know, again, going back to recognize where it's coming from, to see how it's impacting you today. A woman told me that she doesn't even go out in public because she thinks she has to lose weight in order for her to show up another and is also in, in in captivity because until she looks a certain type of way you know she's gonna wait to show up on live stream right so we we can entrap ourselves without you know thinking that everybody else sees a see us yeah. see a, a certain type of way but they don't so yeah. let's change the way that we view ourselves and then just you know watch what happens because it's and that's why you know a, a skinny guy or a big girl or a good-looking girl, whatever you know, you want to label it, right? I, I, I'm not trying to label. We'll see someone and say, hmm, "How's that person with that person?" Well, that person probably feels super comfortable in his or her skin, yeah. and that's what they're putting out, and they're sensing that energy. Wow, yeah. I'd rather be with her, even though she is not really my type, because she's super confident and super secure in herself, and she cares herself with this freaking passion and I love it rather to be with someone who society has identified this is like a Victoria's Secret model I'm gonna Mm. walk around with her but knowing that she's bashing herself every day knowing that she's shaming her body knowing that she's never gonna be happy with herself and I'm the one that has to live with it right so it doesn't matter how we look but we all need to have a better relationship to our bodies I believe it's 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 important
0: yeah and I think conscious conscious people leaders people who've done work on ourselves we value like seeing someone who's radiant, who's confident, who's like, "This is me. Take it or leave it," you know. And and like when when we experience that, it's like, yes, I love that sense of um, self security. Like I don't, I'm not here to validate you. Like I can validate you, I can give you praises and words of affirmation, all these beautiful things. But at the end of the day, you know that whether I'm here or not, like you're great. You're great as you are. And I think we all want relationships where we don't need each other but it feels even better to be with each other there's even more possibilities even more harmony even more synergy all that great stuff so i think this this is beautiful yvonne let's start wrapping it up is there anything we didn't touch on around self-love or on really um you know our body image being able to relate to that differently like we we just scratched the surface i know we can go so much deeper and we only have so much time here but tell us is there anything else that we need to know or what do you want to drive home for our audience so that they get and they implement from this interview?
1: I love it. To really drive home is to start paying attention to your everyday uh, patterns, right? Mm. If you are uh, creating a lot of frustration, a lot of irritation and a lot of pain or whatever it may be, just yeah. start observing yourself in those moments, whether it be in a relationship with a colleague or whoever, and really kind of start preparing for, okay, I might get triggered, right? Mm-hmm. Where is this coming from? And just simply, that's what I would really recommend. There is nothing else needed, but the, to start observing yourself every day mm-hmm. and see where your triggers and your, when your loaded reactions are coming from, because then you get started on this quest of, okay, hey, I actually can have a relationship with myself. I can actually mm-hmm. talk with myself. I can actually make changes and I can choose not to have this conversation or not to say that I can wait to have gathered my emotions for me to speak. I can still be in power, even though I may feel still like my past is controlling me. Mm -hmm. Little by little, I can start making changes by simply starting to observe myself every day. And that's that's where I would leave the audience to start at least. (laughs)
0: I love it. I love it. So tell them how they can stay connected with you. How can they get access to this um, body self-love transformation course? What's next for them, Ivana?
1: Okay, well, it's uh, Ivana Ritchie across all social media. And if you're interested in joining the Body Image Course or if you're interested in any other programs or any other products, I would just say simply send me a message, a message on Facebook or a message on Instagram. I'm all over social media and I'll just send you the link. It's probably the quickest way.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. This is so cool. You and your husband are doing such great work in the world. So I just super appreciate you, what you're doing. I'm sure we'll be able to meet up sometime soon. Me and my girlfriend meet you and your husband and uh, we'll, we'll rock it out. You're doing awesome things. And thank you so much for this this powerful interview, like so much fire, so much gold, so much just like perspective shifts so that we can really step into our power and love ourselves. Yvonne. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Chris. It was a pleasure.
0: Yes, it is. Have a great day. Okay. You too. bye From the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in right now we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning each and every moment you have an opportunity to rewrite your story right here right now decide and commit who you are going to be think about how you will use these ideas wisdom and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor employeeescapeplan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, Uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.